peace, namaste, and shalom. Everybody out there in dreamland, I am the beyond top secret Texan. Join me on my podcast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, where I explore the outer limits of human abilities, top secret military technologies, the reality of extraterrestrial Earth alliances, secret space wars, advanced cryptozoology, subjects of theosophic truth, esotericism, and the occult. Beyond the Top Secret Texan Podcast. Greetings everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and Shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you listeners, new and old, for tuning into a broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan, and I am broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. It's my pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you all in advance for listening through this, and thank you all in advance for checking out Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan for all my links to social media as well as all my endeavors on the World Wide Web. Thank you all, one, for listening, and two, for supporting. I know times are insanely tough right now. If it's any assurance, I have been doing this full-time for no real pay except for the kindness of donations and subscribers like yourself and for that I thank you those who know who they are and if you would like to donate I thank you for choosing to support and finance my project this channel my dark web evidence that I post Regardless of being shadow banned, trying to bring you guys the best quality modern evidence, the best quality evidence that the modern world has to provide. Thank you all very much. Even if you cannot support, I understand that completely. And all I ask is that you like, subscribe, and share as much as my content as you can because that helps me tremendously seeing as I am shadow banned and all my content is repressed and suppressed by the mainstream internet machine so thank you all very much in advance for taking either one of those two steps today we're going to be having a conversation with Bear County Bigfoot Spelt B-E-X-A-R, Bear County, is the county wherein lies San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Have you heard of it? I think you have. It's one of the most well-known, famous, beautiful cities in Texas, as well as probably America itself. It is an incredible place, an incredible city full of incredible people. And Bear County Bigfoot is one of those San Antonians He though opened his eyes, took a look around and realized he was on it was in the middle of a Bigfoot Sasquatch Yeti hotspot a nexus if you will of activity the thing is lives inside the city well within city limits and his first ventures outward 
into the world of Bigfooting, Squatching, Cryptozoology, Paranormal Investigation, and Citizen Science was simply to a wooded park connected to many others via green belt of a creek or river that flew at, at, at passed through his residential area. Even more remarkable still was that he discovered clear and present signs of Sasquatch activity of intelligent manipulation and redesign of natural elements known as tree structures and this was right off the trail right inside a city park right in the middle almost of a major metropolitan area in Texas so we'll be talking to him we'll be hearing his story letting him speak his mind about things hearing and understanding his perspective on Sasquatch and Bigfoot and seeing where hopefully he would like to go with not only his career but also as a cryptozoologist or where this whole field would like to go you know not only as him personally but the whole thing uh, at large thank you all very much next time you hear my voice we will be talking on the line with Bear County Bigfoot thank you all very much All right, everybody out there in Dreamland, we are in touch with Bear County Bigfoot. Right now, the the man, the myth, the legend, Bear County Bigfoot. How's it going? How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Psyched to have you on. I mean, psyched to be talking cryptozoology. Psyched to be talking Sasquatch. Um, always love jumping on these opportunities and taking them very seriously and everything. So I'm hoping you have the. Uh, the uh, the will to talk. You have the uh, the whole floor. Whenever you want to elaborate or or whatever you would like to direct this on, so just let me know. But um, yeah, uh, just gonna have a casual conversation and everything. No pressure. You're amongst friends and everything. You're amongst true believers, uh, and we can get into um, any aspect of Sasquatch historical. Your favorite sightings. Your favorite uh, cases. Your favorite pieces of evidence. Uh, before the show, we were exchanging evidence and everything, so I'm a big collector of Bigfoot evidence, have been for years. have a huge yeah. folder of Bigfoot photos, just constantly screenshotting, you know, and everything, and definitely yeah. would like to know, like, you know, I mean, everyone likes the Patterson-Gimlin, classic, yeah. and everyone has Absolutely. their favorites, everyone has their little, like, it's like a trading card game, you know, everyone wants to collect them all, oh. and everything, it yeah. It, it truly is, yeah, it's, it's, it, and it's, uh, at the same time, it's very fascinating, and, um, uh, you know, I think it's just the um, the unknown uh, and and the what ifs and what you know what is this thing, right? So I mean, that that that's that I think what really keeps people coming. You know, it's 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 I don't think well, I don't know if I'll, I I could say this and, and I could be totally wrong. I, I may never know the truth. To, I may take it to my grave. I may never know. That's right? perfectly fine. But, yeah, absolutely. That's a but good statement. No, that's it's too much for for any one generation. Yeah. For any one generation, right. it's an evolving but, science. But what my my thing with that is, I I feel like my contribution, as as minuscule as it is, um, I feel like I, I gave it everything. I gave it. I I feel like I've given one hundred and ten, and and to me that's satisfaction. It, it, within that, you know, so I, I'm I'm not gonna say like, well, I know exactly, you know, the truth. I know exactly where they live and what they do, and you know, all that stuff. I I, I don't, right? You know, hey, so, there's but, nothing but, wrong with saying all I know is I don't know nothing. You know, that's perfectly yeah, fine. Absolutely. That's that's even wiser. It's it's a wise yeah. man who knows he is. You know, he needs to ask questions. It's a fool who thinks he knows the answers. It's a wise man who asks absolutely. the questions. 
And we're only here yeah. is because, like, I think you're right. We're here because of the unknown. We're here because it's unsolved, yeah. not because yeah. it's solved and we're a special group of people who all are in on it. Every single Bigfoot researcher, every single squatcher, uh, cryptozoologist has their own individual and unique perspective, you know? And it, that's yeah. the magical thing about this whole thing. That's the good thing about this. It's one of the freest and last remaining, or, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, scientist, regular layman, uh, a newcomer like yourself, a lifelong fan yeah. like myself, everyone always right. has something to learn, everyone always has something to contribute. And because yes. of the very nature of it, um, you know, even children, even even people who are, you know, uh, non-believers, all people can, can contribute somehow to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely they can. And I think that, you know, for me, I feel like I've only just begun. Uh, you know, I, I think that I barely scratched the surface. And um, again, it's one of those things where it just keeps 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 me coming back for more, for more, for more, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the, I think I think going back to what I my previous statement was that. You know the contribution that I I feel like I've made again, and I, I don't feel like I've made like this huge contribution. But uh, I, nonetheless, it's 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 a little piece I think of the puzzle in some way. Uh, I, I think that you know if I like I said if I had to go to my grave just knowing that then that's fine. But I would like to think that what I've contributed uh, with the videos and documentation that it it helps that much more further, you know, uh, maybe the cause of, of understanding the subject, you know, uh, that is Sasquatch or Bigfoot, you know? Oh, absolutely. I like the uh, Pink Floyd lyric, um, a walk on part in a war versus a lead role in a cage. It's better to do a little bit of something real than just watch yes. on TV and think you know all the answers because you and exactly like there's two different types of people there's two different feelings unless you get it right you you rather yeah. have done something real no matter how much of a however what anyone thinks about it you know you just did it you you've done it you've done it you've walked on the moon man you've gone through the right. the process you put boots on the ground you have evidence you've made your mark and i think it's more significant than you think i think this is going to be uh when people it, when they come around, and it's a very obscure field, a lot of people are lost in the uh, the fold of it every year. But no, I think if you keep going with it, you're gonna see that it's it'll stack up with people like a Bobo, with people like uh, you know um, RPG, with people like you know yeah. the unexplained. No, I'm saying like it'll it'll definitely stack up compared to the people who are already trying to kind of steer the control it be the gatekeepers kind of people who are you know too many to name really too many right. to name yeah yeah and no yeah, you, yeah. you and you turn on national geographic you turn on travel channel you watch, i was just watching the a bigfoot marathon today actually um and, oh, wow. you know the, well the killer alaska's killer bigfoot the Portsmouth one, oh. and and that's you know you look at those yeah. those are actually filmed and i think you have more evidence than they cured in the entire season and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, see, I think you're selling yourself very, very short. You have already, uh, you're, you've hit gold. And I think if you keep digging, you're gonna, you're gonna start get into a gold mine. Like, that's just something that you can just. I know you don't even know what you got. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't let anyone yeah. tell you you don't know what you got, and then want that land. You yeah. know, be like, hey, I'll let me take yeah. that land for me. <laughs> you. Know, like, you know, like, you know, you know, you, you trust your instinct. You, you hit on something there, my friend. Um, yeah. Oh, introduce yourself in your own words, please. We've already kind of jumped right into it. I forget yeah, everyone doesn't yeah, know man. you. All right. So, yeah, yeah please introduce yeah, yourself. Man. Yeah, my name is uh, Rod Nichols, and uh, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Um, I'm a native here, uh, and I founded Bear County Bigfoot back in 2018, uh, and I've been doing it, uh, uh, you know, ever since then. Uh, but to, to go further back, I, I, as a child, I've always been a believer. I've always been a believer in cryptids. Uh, I was that kid at the book fair that was buying the Loch Ness Monster books and the Yeti books and the Bigfoot books. And, uh, you know, I grew up in the, uh, in, I was born in the 70s and grew up in the 80s. And, you know, I grew up watching uh, In Search of with Leonard 
Moy, and, and, and that was a big thing for me. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, watching, uh, you know, um, all those all those shows that just were just like, whoa, like, wow, mm-hmm. can this thing really exist? I, you know, I knew, and, and not only that, but at the, you know, and I, I, you know, what I haven't really told many people is I've always had an interest in primatology. I've always been interested in uh, in the silverback gorillas. Uh, Diane Fossey was somebody that I really loved uh, to to you know uh mm-hmm. look at her research uh jane goodall was another one uh you know and so you know i i even concocted like uh when i was little i had this little uh i had this little uh a blueprint of of a, a, a primate primate uh, sanctuary that i wanted to build you know for gorillas and for chimpanzees and things like that and uh coco the gorilla that was one that i had uh, uh when i was a kid i, I wrote to wrote to her and she wrote back to me, you know, type of thing. And so, you know, and, and I say that because, uh, you know, I think I think the subject at hand, what we're talking about, does have a little bit of, of, of a primate in them, uh, judging from, you know, uh, Dr. Melba Ketchum's uh, DNA uh, research, uh, mm-hmm. other various DNA research that have come up with, you know, primate human and then an unknown strain, strain, of, uh, strain of DNA that is not matched up in the DNA bank uh, that, you know, you would be able to match it up with, like, oh, yeah, it's this, it's this. you know, mm-hmm. they don't know. So, but I, I do believe there are some uh, remnants of, of, uh, of a primate, non-human primate, obviously, uh, in, in this creature as well. And, and, and to be quite honest, I think uh, if you look at a lot of the uh, encounters and sightings, you know, they, they display primate behavior. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, all the way down to, you know, what I do, which is uh, wood structure on the wood structure end. You know, a lot of these wood structures display some of that primate uh, kind of behavior, type of uh, activity, right? Where they build nests, they uh, they 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 build these things with purpose. Uh, we weave, weaving them together, weaving sticks together, weaving uh, you know pieces of wood together, things like that. So. You know, I, I do believe that there is part of a non-human primate, uh, as, you know, obviously we are in that area, kind of a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, non-human primate. But uh, anyway, um, so, you know, that was kind of how it started with me. And really and truly, uh, where it really, really started to get, like, boots on the ground, like like I was doing it for real, was, uh, that, you know, in 2018 when... I started binge watching uh, a particular channel, which was Utah Sasquatch, uh, and the gentleman that I had uh, started watching was a guy named Nathan Rio, who uh, really and truly got, I, it, you know, inadvertently just watched this stuff, got me just interested and kindled that flame in me to go out and, and, and document uh, research and all of that stuff, and I binge watched all of his videos, you know, from top to bottom. And the last video that he had was, you know, he showed you uh, some geography and some methodology of what he used to find these wood structures. Because he was on the wood structure end, like I like I am right now. And and, and, and there was other encounters that he had had, and, uh, uh, and and you know other trace evidence like footprints and things like that that he's collected. But the wood structure thing was like the biggest, I think, piece of trace evidence that he felt was a part of uh, alleged Sasquatch activity. So, you know, watching all that and then watching that video and he says, hey, look, this is what I do. This is how I find these wood structures. Here is the plan. This is how I move forward with this. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to go out in your local forest and I'm going to show you what I use. You use it and then you tell me if you think this is a hoax. Do you think this is fake? You know, and I thought, okay, well, great, I'm going to put that to the test. So the next morning I got up and I went and found a wood structure on the same day that I was going to find a wood structure using the same uh, techniques. And I, I thought to myself, I was dumbfounded. There was, there was, I mean, there was no other, there was no words. I was floored, it's you know. And incredible that you found one so quickly and in such a urban environment. Now, yeah. to kind of clarify for everyone listening, the location you found it in was a park inside San Antonio city limits. Yes, absolutely. It that was. is incredible and to me. That San Antonio is a city of uh, a million people plus, 
with well yes. over that in traffic, tourism, drive through as well as family staying over. So I'd say any given year it has about 10 to almost 50 million people coming and going. Right? Like, yeah, easy. Yeah, Everyone yeah, who's been to San Antonio yeah. knows it's just a tourist, it's a, it's a hot spot. That these creatures are not, but not like these sizable, sizable human uh, level creatures can apparently coexist and exist so close to the boundaries of our real, like, you know, like um, you said in one of your videos or, or podcast episodes that you can see the park you go to from your window, from your apartment. Correct, yes. and it's close. It is yeah. right next to your, I was like right next to your residence, and that yeah. um, it. I have already prior knowledge of San Antonio being squatchy, being a squatch hotspot, and there being yeah. a historical precedent for how squatchy San Antonio is. Could you help just explain and and be as descriptive as possible? Because San Antonio is a Texas is a trip. People don't understand how ecologically varied and intense Texas is. San Antonio, the hill country, the 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 um, end of the Gulf Plains and beginning into the the central lands, um, it's squatchy. It is super squatchy. Could you just help explain? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. you found one in a park right outside your apartment, and yeah. it was a it's yeah. a go go on his YouTube, go on Bex, uh, Bear County. It's spelled B X A R Bear County, uh, Bigfoot, and see the wood. Uh, structure for yourself it is undeniable undeniable evidence of Sasquatch in a park right outside his residence inside city limits so so help us yeah just paint the picture for everybody in your own words so um, one thing that I I I was I thought and I was led to believe and it was you know from watching other uh, shows that uh, were looking for this creature um, you know on TV and one of the things was, you know, they got out in this really big, you know, thick forested area in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, they're beating on trees and they're mm. whooping and all that stuff. And I've watched several of these shows and, uh, you know, and I'm not going to say that I'm not going to knock anybody for what they do. Number one, they're, you know, they're at a place where I'm not at, you know, which, hey, that's great. Good for you. But at the same time, I thought, well, you know, do I have to go out and buy all this equipment and, and get out in the middle of nowhere and, you know, make it this grand ex- expedition? And I, what I found was that, the, you know, the answer to that question is no, really not, not at all. And, and so what I ended up doing, not only using the methodology uh, from, from Nathan Rio, but kind of developing it myself and tailor making it to myself uh, uh, and what I know about my area and the history and the geography of my area. And so utilizing that creek green belt that's right alongside of where I live uh, that runs and that connects several wilderness parks, okay? Now, when you look at this creek, it it's a very prominent creek and it runs in and out of the city. Now, when it runs outside of the city going northwest, it runs into what's called the Edwards Aquifer Recharge Zone. Now, if you know anything about the Edwards Underground Aquifer, it is an underground cavern. It is a vast underground cavern that is that it stretches all the way to Austin. Uh, it goes a little bit wet. I mean, it is huge. The Agawala, cavern. It's connected to the Agawala yeah. Reservoir. Yep. Yes. And so, you know, as far as people, a lot of people know is that that's where we get our water. Okay. It filters through. We get it at a designated area. We know that. But my question was, do we really know what's in there number one and do we really know how vast and deep this underground cavern is and the answer to that question is no we don't and i would say furthermore that when you go in these wilderness parks understanding that there's paved trails and things like that you would get the sense of like well surely they wouldn't open this place they didn't think it was safe they didn't inspect every inch of this place and you know the answer to that question is no they did not inspect every inch of that place they don't know what exactly resides in there or what runs through. They, they don't. There's no way. So Well, they're not you know, looking for something that doesn't officially exist. They're looking for homeless people. They're looking for right. uh, the occasional dog. They're looking for right. you know something. Texas doesn't have major predators since the Cowboys killed all the right. bears and shot all the alligators. And that's an right. absolute fact. We shot everything that could possibly hurt a cow. 
Because, I mean, that's like, well, yeah. if it could, well, then it got it. It got it in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to protect our commodities or whatever, right? No, we, we, uh, so, no one looks for big, because that's like, like Bigfoot, um, the national parks, the state parks, the cops, they do get a lot of phone calls, a lot of 911 calls. And I would like just to say that out loud right now, like, uh, go on YouTube and search 911 call San Antonio Bigfoot for one of the most yeah. chilling, chilling 911 reports uh, based yeah. on a homeless camp because San Antonio yeah. is a big city and big cities all have hundreds or thousands and thousands of homeless people. That's just a fact. But yeah. they live in camps outside the cities and big parks and rural areas. And yep. this one is absolutely... Uh, but yes, just go on. Uh, go on yeah, YouTube, yeah. find that find that 911 call, and that's what he's talking about. Yeah, they, these yeah, Bigfoots are yeah. right there. But yeah, so, the, yeah, understanding that you know we've got a, a, a I've got a water source that was approximately about a, a one mile away. This creek greenbelt uh, has a ton of white-tailed deer that run in and out of the city. Mm-hmm. And they all, and again, this is all, con- these all, wil- these wilderness parks, I would say about four of them are connected to this, to this creek. So uh, if you have a habitat that supports big game and you have a water source, therefore you have a recipe for alleged activity. Oh, yeah. And what I, what I mean by that is there, there, there's probably hunting going on, uh, after hours. And then there's going to be uh, probably some wood structures, some tree breaks, some things like that. So it, it made it made all the sense in the world, right? So when I take so that, that that when I take that creek and I go up north past 1604, it goes into that Edwards Aquifer recharge zone, but also it goes into a vast piece of of, of thick forest, a big acreage, huge. If I did not want you to see me. I could, I, I, you, you wouldn't see me. I, I, I can get lost in that area, right? And you would never know. Now, the other part of it is, is that if I wanted to be concealed on this lot of creek, I could do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and I, I could. There's a lot of vast, uh, thick areas. There's a lot. There's a lot of places where where I could hide. Where I, you know. And then I've got a water source. I've got white-tailed deer that are creatures of habit. I could, you know, I could hunt, and and I don't have any other predator. To compete with other than man, but you know, there's no hunting in these in these wilderness parks or in that creek at all. There's none, right? So, you know, you have to sit there and go, "Wow, this is really a recipe for some, you know, mm-hmm. alleged Sasquatch activity." And so, when when I when I looked at all of that, I sat there and I said, "This this is this is good. This is real good." So I've got that. I've got that recipe. I've got that methodology. I've got. All the things that I think would be uh, something that would be substantial in uh, researching and documenting uh, footprints, and, uh, documenting uh, 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 trace evidence like wood structures, things like that. Uh, I have not had a sighting or an encounter myself, and that's one thing I tell everybody: look, I'm not going to tell you that I have. I'm not going to build it up like I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm not going to uh, mislead you in any way in that in that area, uh, but what I do know is this: when you do have uh, again a, a food source that is prevalent, uh, when you've got a water source and you've got safe passage in and out of the city, you you've got a recipe for some for some activity. But I think it goes beyond that too as well. I think I believe these creatures are very opportunistic. And I believe they're not above dumpster diving. Oh, yeah. I think they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard reports of that, right? So, you know, if you're if we're talking in terms of being in these urban areas, I think people, uh, and, and some people I think, and I'm not going to say like everybody, but I think some people in the Bigfoot world dismiss the fact that these creatures are not stupid. They're smart. And even though you, even though some people may say they're intelligent, they dismiss the fact that they're going to go for an easy meal. If there's if there's a dumpster with food in it, and it's close by, they're they're probably going to take that easy meal, you know. And, and so people forget about that stuff. I would also and, like to point out how uh, or remind everybody that how stealthy primates are. Primates, as mm-hmm. we talked about, primatologists probably our best bet to how to study these because you're right. It's a little yes. bit of primatology. It's half primatology and half anthropology. Yeah. 
and yes. with the intelligence and culture of a human, so it's aware it needs to hide, it's aware it needs to observe, and it's aware of patterns and habits. It knows when busy schedule on the trail is. It just avoids and plans and stay ahead. And primates, uh, Bob Fosse, uh, Jane Goodall spent months, and and it took years to prove gorillas even existed. Yes. Uh, almost yes. 60 years. And that's the same thing with all major... Uh, mammals and that people totally yeah. don't understand this because they don't understand nature. Pandas that are probably one of the dumbest creatures who are not camouflaged at all took 60 years to find yes. in the wild because they I don't make sounds, they don't roar, yeah. and they sit down. Yeah. And people were just walking past them and they were just like, yeah. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, like yeah. it, and, and a lot of this is based, you know, and a lot of it comes. It, when you when you have animals like that, mammals like that that are, uh, uh, you know, that are undiscovered, it it, it comes out in folk, folklore. Yes, it co- you know? so people like us would be folklorists right now. We're like, well, there's there's people, right. wild men, who live in these urban parks, and people would say that's a legend, that's a myth. You found right. that because you, and you're like, we are going to be vindicated, and it's going to be proven that this, like you said. Um, because they're already starting to uh, d- spread the definition of humanity, and if you watch the mainstream science, they're like Denisovans. Oh, there's these Denisovans, and everyone's got Denisovan DNA. Ten percent Denisovan, and they're slowly starting yeah. to try to because they painted themselves in a corner with Darwinian evolution, and they can't get themselves out. And like you said, the yeah. DNA is coming yeah. back that there is un un un. I guess you call it unspecified, unknown. Uh, yeah. Human be human DNA. Greta Cro-Magnon, Denisovan, yeah. Neanderthal, uh, and it's yep. it's coming out that these creatures are more human than primate, and it's because relic species. Not even the language itself. Relic species, missing links, things that make them primitive. They're not. It's just relic like a, an orangutan and a chimpanzee are equally evolved. One's not the primitive version of the other. And they don't right. coexist. But if they did, they would be like the encounter between man and Yeti. It would be two yes. primates living on the planet yep. at the same time, yep. equally having like convergently evolved to and then what we, but we unlike them live right next to each other. We live right, right, <laughs> and they understand right. that they are to hide right. because we are noisy and panicky and we make a big fuss. But if they do hide, they can yep. live perfectly fine as long as they just Absolutely. you know hey let, let the let, yeah. let the uh, uh, shoes let the because like, they walk around connected to nature how ridiculous our society must seem you know like yeah. think about like yeah. how ridiculous yeah. we must appear with our cars well, I, I, and our traffic and they, and they watch yeah. our city and they're like <laughs> they, yeah. they eat our garbage and eat the deer and they just live in our parks yeah. And I think I think we're 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 arrogant enough to to to, to sit there and go, nah, come on, there's nah, wait, no, we're 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 in. We we're, pay we're we pay to live we pay rent to live here. How can they live yeah. here for free? <laughs> and it's like I go to the store to get my food. How do they just yeah. make it? Like you're telling me they just yeah. eat deer the way they they've yeah. been doing for thousands of years? Because I think in a big part. They are Native Americans, and they are who the Native American explorers describe yep. in the Karankawa and in the mm-hmm. uh, so-called primitive uh, aboriginals. Because, like, the Comanche and the Lipan Apache, they themselves were, like, uh, migrants, and they weren't native here. The Cherokee had come from elsewhere. But the Karankawa, yeah. and, like, there's... And if you read that, the, the Native anthropology, half-anthropology... They'll talk about tribes that were Stone Age. They didn't even have... They had barely had sharp arrowheads. They didn't have any clothes. Like, they basically lived... They were giants, too. Karankara were, like, seven feet tall. Like, they talk about the Karankara were, like, seven feet wow. tall. They barely had technology. Like, canoes were about as good as they got. Like, as high-tech as they got. And they were... Wow. And they were kind of assumed to just dissolve. They, they, there's no real ending of them. It's just like... And then one day, they just kind of weren't around anymore. And I think it's because at that point they were just like, okay, we're just going to hide. Like, we don't have yeah. to come out and, and we're meet. We're done. Yeah, we're, we're done interacting with we're you. Yeah. Where we see the writing on the wall, you're putting in trains, you're putting in towns, you're doing all the things that, we you know, putting in horses and stuff. And they just were like, you know what? Yeah. We've been, for thousands of years, we've been living, eating uh, cactus tuna, like the fruit, the tuna, 
of the cactus. Yeah. We've been eating deer. We've been, you know, foraging, getting the fresh water from the wells that we have. We don't have to tell you guys, you know, we're, how we're doing. We don't have to interact. And I think, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, like the Native Americans talk about that too. Like the 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 Bigfoot's a brother. The Sasquatch is a brother. It, there was a war. There was some bad shit that went down. Generally, yeah. like in the history of the world, and then the Yeti or the Sasquatch, Yabe, Sabe, and man no longer coexisted. It was just right. not a thing anymore. It was kind of taboo for us to even be around each other. But the Native Americans know they're gentle. They generally will just observe you. If they interact with you, they, they're the ones in control of the situation. And, and um, the tree structure phenomenon is new to us, oddly, but yeah. it's like very much... They look like teepees. They look like what right. people describe Native Americans building. To me, yes. that's the hallmark of humanity. It's not like a gorilla yeah. nest, and it's not like a little animal no. burrow. It's no. like made with intelligence, made with a culture, made with right. that... Um, have you ever heard of gifting? Have you ever heard of Sasquatch gifting? Yeah, you give... yeah I've, I've, I've had a, 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 a lot of people ask me if I do that. Um, I have, I have, yeah, I've seen, I've seen gifting on several videos. I've seen, I've, I've, I've heard people talk about it. Um, yeah, and, and, and some of that I think go, dates back to uh, giving tribute to these creatures so they don't come and take their women and their children type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like Native American uh, uh, part of Native American uh, folklore history as well, uh, where they where they give to these creatures. Go, hey, we're giving you tribute. Uh, here's a gift. Please don't take our women and children, uh, because uh, from what I've read uh, in, in other articles and, and books, is that these things would come down, oh, yes. uh, raid raid mm-hmm. raid these camps, take the women and children, and then they're out. You know, type of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was their way of just appeasing. Uh, hopefully appeasing these things to, you know, hey, here it is. Here's some food, whatever it is. Please don't take our, our women and children. Type That's of thing, a question you know? I was going to ask you uh, when you were talking about the, the tree structures. When you've been finding these tree structures, and it's been four years of you going forward and finding these tree structures and these evidences, what's your intuition? Uh, do they look like territorial markers? Are they signs of warning, like, hey, stay away, no trespass? Or are they... The signs of camps. Uh, maybe they mm-hmm. bedded down for the night, built a little uh, tree structure. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. are they like meeting places? What What do you think that they are? What's the sixth sense? What's the the vibe? I think I think what you described answered every everything because uh, uh, that's what I believe. Uh, I believe it 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 uh, it, it, all, it it encompasses every it encompasses everything. Uh, you know, there, there's there's several several different types of tree structures. You know, there's you know you got your A-frame, you've got your TP, you've got your wigwam, mm-hmm. uh, but beyond that, you've got other pieces uh, that are strategically placed and woven and set in different areas that I believe are markers. Maybe markers for like, hey, this is this clan, this is mm-hmm. their territory, or hey, you know, uh, this is uh, pointed this direction. Uh, this is where you're going to go to get out, or this is where you're going to go to get in, type of thing. Now, for me, I now I've been through so many different structures. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that I think are present in these things that uh, people don't understand. For one, well, if you're with me, you'll you'll know. But uh, for one, a lot of these things that, that I've gotten into inside. Uh, they end up smelling like you know wet dog and bad bo and, and like uh, like dead animal all mixed together. Uh, so there's a, there's an odor and a lot of these things. Uh, the other part of it is is that they there's a lot of rocks that are placed uh, you know very strategically maybe in, in in different areas for whatever reason they're kind of lined up in a certain area or they're placed in a certain area where I mean I have no idea what they're for but. It's a theme. There's always some type of rock uh, formation uh, placed into these things. Uh, the other part of it is that uh, you've got a, uh, the floor that sometimes can be cleaned out. It'll be a dirt floor. Or if there's leaves, they're all compressed, real flat. So it looks like something of substantial weight had been in there. Uh, the other thing is that 
you know, there's different sizes, you know, obviously there's different sizes, you know, so some, uh, a full grown man can walk into, uh, some, you know, a big creature can walk, some that are really small where not, uh, an adult person can walk into or, or crawl into, there's kind of little and everything. And my, and my, my thing with that is I believe, and this is just, this is just my speculation and, and my theory. I, I don't know it to be the definite truth. I believe that what they utilize some of these wood structures for is to take the little ones, place them in the wood structure, uh, and I believe they do most of their hunting at night. Uh, otherwise, I would have seen one already during the day because that's when I do a lot of my documentation. Um, I believe they take the little ones, they place them in these wood structures that are safe, and they're nestled in there. They go out, do their hunt, come back with the kill, pick up the little one, and then head back north out into that Edwards Aquifer recharge zone. That makes more sense to me. Uh, understanding, uh, you know, uh, of, of, of that behavior that, you know, hey, uh, it's a know, home base. My no, I get it. It's like it's my like a family. Camp. Yeah, it's a camp. Right. Hey, kids, stay here. We're going to do our right. patrol. We're going to do our uh, rove. They have probably have preset limits. Like, hey, we're going to walk out here and do a little right turn. Right. Got everything set. No, you're right. And it, that makes a lot of sense because it's not so much the adults, but the children or the juveniles right. that use these because, like, baby bears are like cats. They have to stay put. They have to stay yes. in the burrow. And now I totally get like visually what you're saying, like like you know yes. you see the lion or the mama puma, and there's like three yep. little kitties, and they're like the mama's gonna teach them how to hunt and bring back the food, and but like yep. on a human level where it's not just a hole in the ground, but an actual like you know he said wigwam structure, teepee, uh, yep. depending on what the situation is or who's building it, you know uh, maybe right. who just personal um, convenience or materials that they had, like maybe uh, males build male like you know very like this is show off this is my sign this is my territory although i haven't seen right. that so much in your videos which makes me suspect that it's a family unit or maybe a different type of like tribe of bigfoot entirely uh large scale because the tree structures that everyone i think in, in utah sasquatch especially uh, they're huge. They're like, they're yeah, the, the massive trees. No man could lift those. Yours, though, they, seem no. to be very artisanal, very artistic, as if though right. no creature could be so delicate. And I mean that right. in a way that, yeah, it's not a nat. We're we're, we're dealing with mesquite trees. We're dealing with uh, with uh, like cedar. Yeah, cedar, mesquite. Uh, you've got oak. You've got uh, you know a number of different types of trees. The, the one thing <coughs> I, I will say is this. Uh, some of these pieces that I found that are uh, in these wood structures, uh, they're 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 big. Like you'd have oh. to be a, a a pretty strong person that can lift and put these things together. Uh, and and you know uh, because I and the reason why I say that is because uh, you're always going to get pushed back. And you don't are, underestimate. You be ready. Yeah, don't underestimate like, the size are, of these, right? Like the weight of these. Well. You gotta be, yeah, exactly. You gotta be ready to kind of defend yourself in your documentation because, you know, I get a lot of people that say, well, you know, it's kids or it's Boy Scouts or it's homeless, and I'm like, no, what? <laughs> tell me, tell me what kid is gonna get off yeah. their phone, number one, go in the woods, number two, and put things together. There's, yeah. there's no I way. can, I can no say way. after watching all your videos that one, it's not homeless because a few of my jobs have been in maintenance. And uh, okay. by and large, all of my uh, experiences are fishing and in the parks and stuff. Seeing homeless people's camps, seeing where they've been sleeping, seeing their their sign tracking them, like animals yep. tracking them, uh, they leave pollution. They are right. very sloppy. They are very dirty. They right. leave everything from beer cans to human feces. They do not, yes. and it, even if they were super like uh, careful. There are no footprints, there are no shoe prints, boot prints, there's not a boot heel to be seen, there's not a cigarette butt, things that people who, like, you know, um, like you said, there's not, like, any reason for them to do that, because San Antonio right. has homeless shelters and already existing yeah. homeless camps where they can go and right. be amongst people, and, like, you know, sit right. in an armchair next to an open fire and eat uh, a grilled hot, that's right. like, it's not right. the... the, the 
1500s where a homeless person has to bivouac in the in the park. No, it's like he would just right. go to the Fish and Loaves of the Salvation Army and and, and Panhandle uh, downtown where the Riverwalk. It's like, like no, the homeless people yeah. are in the Riverwalk. If you you don't understand, yeah. it's a pretty cool place. It's like you know, yeah. And no, this is like it reminds me of the X Files episode entitled Jersey Devil, in which yeah, the fine. the first season Mulder is convinced the Bigfoot is approaching the cities from a park. And traveling amongst people, and that's it, because of uh, they, the the male is injured or shot, and the female needs to scavenge because they can't yeah. provide. But these are like feral humans who live in the park. And in the last scene, the children are seen like hiding, continuing on the legacy of this coexisting um, society of human yeah. beings. And that's ex- yeah. like it's eerily, it's eerily obvious. If you just watch the tapes, watch uh, Bear yeah. County Bears, and you'll be like, this isn't a person, this isn't a kid, no. this isn't a prankster, this isn't an, uh, an, uh, an artist who's, who's not getting any credit or fame and is going around right. and making these structures. This right. is natural I, phenomena. This is... It is. Now, I live it on is. the beach, and so sometimes you go to the beach and you see the rock, thing, and you're like, this, some artist did this, some artist right. sat yeah, there and made the little up. spirals of the rock. I get it. But yeah, there are some yeah. parts, though, that I, I will admit I would like you to come down. Um, and you're being a Texas local. Uh, definitely uh, check it out when you can. Rockport and Fulton and in between there and Aransas Pass is a lot of wooded land, a lot of wooded acreage. And, and you know, and that is very squatchy to me, having, having spent a lot of time out there fishing and everything. Easily can imagine that there's a lot back there. And, and oh, so, yeah. yeah. Like absolutely, I am yeah, on board yeah, with yeah. this. Uh, this, you know, I, I when, when I get a chance, once it cools down, and I mean, like, it just has to cool down, and I'll get out there. It's it's a factor of the heat, you know. It's a factor of actually, yeah. and like, yeah. I respect the hell out of you going out there, even if it was close yeah. to your ho- home. Yeah. Because I understand, like I said, it's not. Uh, we're not all survivor men we're not going to be dropped off in a right. helicopter and spend two yeah. weeks in the middle of the like you know colorado rockets yeah. no but yeah. but there are so many wooded areas within driving distance within right off the highway right off public yeah. lands yeah and i think yeah. uh san antonio is the perfect area for that san antonio is your perfect urbex sasquatch uh, destination yeah. I, I I believe you're right in that, and uh, you know I would say this too as well. You know, uh, the piece of property uh, has to make sense. A, a wooded area has to make sense. I can't just go to a piece a piece of land that's wooded and go. There's Sasquatch here. I, I can't say that because I have to look at the topography. I have to look at, look at everything and go. Where is the access point in and out? Number one. Where's the water source? Number two. And then what kind of habitat is this? Do we have whitetail running through? Do we have uh, access deer coming through? What, what do we have? What's going on, right? Do we have hogs going through? You know, so you, you have to really look at it from an apex predator, hunter type of uh, mm-hmm. uh, perspective and go, okay, if I'm a hunter, uh, what, what am I going to look at? Okay, I'm going to find the game trails where these things run back and forth. They travel back and forth, right? And then the water source. And then... Where is the point where I can get out? Where is the point where I can get in, right? And so to me, that makes more sense than anything else because, uh, you know, you've got people that roll up to just a random piece of property and go, a Sasquatch was here. And I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> no, I, like, I understand too. You know? Like um, um, you get you get your Todd Standings who have these magical spots. They don't explain like you just did ecologically or scientifically what makes this spot important. Like, what, what, everyone yeah. has a water source. They can drink from a lake. They can drink from a river. They have the deer, like you said, elk, whatever. Protein sources. How can you sustain right. populations? And they don't explain right. that, but they have these spots. Oh, I'll make my calls, and I'll hit the, the wood, knock, and all right. that. And uh, like right. you said, they're looking for the squash. They're not looking for his uh, evidence, the the right. uh, the creations, its, its tracks, its sign. They're not acting like trackers or like scientists. They're acting like... Uh, TV hosts, you know, let's not, it's, not, yeah. it's just yeah. these tactics of a yeah. TV show. And it all right. started with finding Bigfoot when they convinced people that's how you have to do it. Even though right. no real Bigfoot person, I, I think, 
has ever really did that. Bob Gimlin uh, and Robert Pattinson just rode up on a horse, and they got lucky. There is no real right. written right. Bible on how to do this, but you have to go there, out. There You've taken there the first yeah. step. You're out there. You're out there. Right. You're, you're seeing it for yourself. You're building up your own techniques and your own strategies. Absolutely. So that's yeah, yeah, and I, You're the man. You know, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. No, you're you're hey, out there. You. I, you know, and so I I, I, uh, I have to look at things that way, and I have to uh, approach them that way. I, I can't just sit there and, and go like again, like I just said. But you know, hey, there's a pe- there's a patch of woods. Oh my God, there's a Sasquatch. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. And here's the one. Here's the here's the other here's the other part of it that you, here's something you won't see me do. This is something you won't see me. Uh, you're not going to see me uh, a tree knock. You're not going to see me make vocalizations or whoops. And, and here's the reason why. I don't know what those things mean. I don't know what yeah. that type of communication is going to garner, right? What if I'm out there beating on trees and whooping and stuff, and something comes out and it's pissed? Then then what do I do? What what You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So I, I try to shy away from some of that stuff only because – I don't know exactly what I'm saying or what I'm communicating. And nobody can really definitively tell me what it means. So therefore, I'm not going to step somewhere that I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. You know, oh, so those are things I, I, I try to shy away from, from doing. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. And I, I'm surprised you're not, um, you're, you're, you're continuing to go out and you're not afraid. You're not intimidated by this evidence. Because to be honest, uh-huh. I mean... That that's one of the first things I'd go to if I kept seeing all these things around my house. I'd want to move. You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. I was like I was yeah. like, wow, we're on top. But like this is, like, I'm surprised you're like so cool about it. Like you know, yeah. that's I'm, this yeah. is the things that would make people go like, you're fucking, I'm living right next to Bigfoot. Like you know, like <laughs> oh god, like you know, like even if it's yeah. like, if it's far away, you're like okay, it's far away. But if you're like. Like you said, I live right next to the park. You said, like, I live right yeah. there. I'd be like, I need to move. I need to move, like, yeah. get. But yeah. uh, that being yeah, said, we're already at the end of, like, the 15 minutes till the hour and everything. You've been uh, sure. excellent to talk to you. But let's get into not so much your own, but uh, yeah. what is your favorite? What is your own favorite uh, piece of evidence or sighting that, you know, you would like to live up to or you would like uh, just to kind of uh, bring up that kind of impresses you and it's kind of like this evidence is the smoking gun or this evidence, you know, should be seen more. Yeah, um, let's see, so there's a, there's a lot to be said about that. Um, the, you know, uh, to me, the, the, the Patterson-Gimlin is probably the best piece of evidence that we that we have right now. And I say that only because... Uh, if you look closely at the subject that's walking, and if you break it down, um, you could there, you could see a lot of things. Uh, you could see muscle movement. You could see uh, you could see the hair. You could see a lot of a lot of things. Uh, breasts. This this the subject was obviously a female. Uh, so if you're going to tell me that it was somebody in a suit, uh, it was a female suit. Like well, like that doesn't make sense to me either. Like uh, you know, I'm not saying that that that. You know, it, it, a, a female couldn't have done this, but what I'm saying is, like, why would you choose that? Like, why would you choose that to have? You know, but uh, you know, uh, away from that, I would say the uh, 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 the, the Paul Freeman uh, footage uh, is really compelling, and only only, and I say that because he's got clear cut footage of this creature walking. He's got he's got uh, uh, prints. He's got good prints, mm-hmm. right? And he's got prints with dermal ridging. Uh, he's got a lot. I mean, there's a lot. And not only that, he's had, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum come through and, 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 and examine these prints. And, and, and Jeff Meldrum at the beginning thought that this was a hoax, that, you know, oh, man, this is crazy. That there's no way. And come to find out these, these, there's some real stuff happening. Uh, and to me, the Paul Freeman stuff uh, really resonates with me only because – uh, of what he presents, he presents a lot of great evidence uh, footage. Number one, you can see the subject walking; you can see it. Uh, number two, you, he's got he's got prints. Uh, he's done castings of these prints, and they've got double. And by the way, I've got a replica of one of these prints uh, that have that has the dermal ridging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to. Uh, Michael Freeman, his son, was gracious enough to send me a replica. Of uh, of that of one of the dermal ridge uh, ridging uh, of dermal uh, prints with dermal ridging in it, and uh, you know so it, to me that that 
that footage there, the Freeman footage, was really good. Uh, the other part of the other uh, piece of evidence that I think is really compelling was is is in Texas. I believe it's in. I wouldn't say it's in East Texas. M. K. Davis uh, showed uh, some uh, some footage uh, on this piece of property where this this uh, family had uh, these things were all all up in their property. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they were vi- they were visual. Uh, you 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 heard uh, vocalization. You heard you heard a language. You heard them talking. Uh, it was really crazy. Uh, so some of that stuff. I think I think what people don't understand is that um, I think that there's different types of these things. I don't think there's just one type. Uh, facial features, uh, hair color, uh, all of that size, all of that stuff. Uh, I also think that uh, there's a, a definite language that these things have. Uh, we don't know what it is. Uh, and, you know, Ron Moorhead has tried to uh, decipher what it is. He's had a linguist, uh, really, go- I mean, a linguist that know this stuff, analyze these, this language and not know exactly what they're saying. You know, so the you know, Navy, there's, there's a lot the of Navy tried to figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and 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 I think the verdict is still out. Like we. No, but I mean, it got so serious that the Navy, the Navy doesn't do anything unless it's serious an issue, right? I was like, the Navy doesn't just do something because it's a lark. The Navy right. tried to decipher this as a language yeah. and was like, yeah. all right, you got yeah. something. Like, the FBI agreed, was like, all right, these are people talking. Like, this isn't, yeah. this is not fake. Yeah. You didn't uh, speed up kung fu films and distort it. This is the real deal. And people it's also don't realize that, that in the 60s and 70s, with the uh, uh, Patterson Gimlin footage, with uh, Roger Moorhead's uh, the the uh, Sierra Mountain incidents, the the, the hoots and hollers and the sounds, the, the 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 evidence in those two decades, it's out of this world. Like you said, uh, the the Leonard Nimoy in search of, if you yeah. watch those in search of episodes, and close your eyes, it's like a modern day Bigfoot show because they're talking yeah. about the entire thing, like analyzing video, finding uh, forensic evidence, DNA. Um, and they're yeah. even talking about laws being made. You you can't shoot one because it's too human. Right. And think and right. that is right. I mean, it's very much that the conversation was boom made it back yeah. then. So excellent, yeah. excellent. Uh, no, I think I think audio audio wise, uh, uh, people uh, that are talking about their encounters. I think one of the most scariest encounters that I've ever heard has been Wes Germer and his brother uh, Woody. Their their encounter. Uh, he has Sasquatch Chronicles, uh, which is, I, to me, in, in my opinion, is is one of the best podcasts for for, for Sasquatch uh, encounters and sightings, uh, or people t- telling talking about their encounters. You know, his encounter uh, was was scary. I mean, they were surrounded. I mean, you know, they, they live in Washington State, number one, which is the the ultimate hotspot. Eight Canyon, in my opinion. Eight Canyon, you know, so, that Washington right. State. That's where they. That's where they. Yeah. Uh, they don't back down. That that in Montana, oddly enough, no. you hear some strange ass stories in Montana and, and that whole pack west. Bigfoot is yeah. like, you're on our turf up there. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another gentleman, uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Chris Christopher Randolph, and he's got tri-state Sasquatch, and uh, he's got some really crazy uh, uh, sightings, and he's got some some uh, some video of these things. At night, you know, standing up and you can see the eye shine and, mm-hmm. and this thing ducking back down and just, I mean, just really crazy stuff. But I think to me, uh, what I really, aside from Patterson Gimlin, which is, I think, a go-to for everybody, I, I you know, the Paul Freeman stuff is, is pretty cool. And, and by the way, you know, his cat, his casting, some of his castings are in the Smithsonian. Uh, so, you know, it, that, that says something too as well. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, oh yes, and then knowing get me started with the Smithsonian Institute and Bigfoot, because everyone likes to think that the government doesn't take Bigfoot seriously, and you're right, because the Smithsonian Institute is not technically a government institution, and but they take that shit seriously. Those guys, whoever they are, yeah. whatever you want to call the Smithsonian Institute, takes it very seriously, yeah. very, very yeah. seriously, and they totally um, have. I've talked to uh, Matt Squatch from the channel Matt Squatch. Oh yeah, he That's talks awesome. about. That's- the Men in Black. That's my boy. Bigfoot yeah. Men in Black. Absolutely. Yeah. I've had him on the program. Absolutely love yeah. that guy. Uh, Matt, he gets Matt's it. That's awesome, Dan. He gets it. He's that a good dude. It's not yeah. only a matter of finding evidence. 
It's a matter of competing with a narrative that's meant to censor that evidence and deride and make a mockery of this very real study to the point that uh, people um, are, are... they believe what they're told rather than their common sense. And the common sense that if it's... This thing is cited thousands of times per year. It is cited around not only the country, every 50 states, uh, except for Hawaii, which has its own its own little foot, which is totally right. uh, in the same ballpark. But it's cited internationally. And not only yep. that, it's cited by everyone from layman to scientist military yep. man to um yep. to you know law enforcement lots of law enforcement so you're saying yep. that not only is it a cover up behind hoaxers but the law enforcement national park service all these whistleblowers yep. are in on it and yep. that it's not only um um it's not only uh, uh just a myth but it's a myth that has been shared by the Native American First Nations people for thousands of years yep. prior to our popularization and sensationalizing of it. And um, yep. um, definitely, we need to do this again. We need to come back and talk about uh, uh, more when it comes to uh, the evidence and when it comes to like breaking, uh, not breaking down, analyzing, but like sharing it, getting out like great sightings, your sightings, how to promote that, yep. how to get you. Um, yeah. more visibility because you yeah. are doing great work. You are coming up with great evidence, and we need to get the Travel Channel. We need to get PBS. We need to get National Geographic uh, yeah. aware of this. I mean, not, yeah. we do that. That's something that yeah. I would honestly like to see is the Travel Channel interviewing you. Is is yeah, some that would be great. Like yeah. monstrum something like that. Like it's, it's see some yeah. visibility. So I hope this helps out. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll help oh, yeah. spread the word yeah. as much as I can. You know, but I'm just I'm hoping that uh, more good things are to come in your future, and that um, you. you come back on um, ASAP, and we we do this again. I will say uh, real quick. Uh, about a month ago, I was able to cast a, a, a pretty good print here. In, in San Antonio, which, which to my knowledge, I don't think anybody's ever done, uh, ever in, in, in this city at all. Uh, and, and it was a pretty good looking cast that I was able to do. And, uh, I was really happy because that really, that really, I mean, nothing to say, I'm not gonna say it proved exactly what I'm trying to prove, but, but it furthers my, what I'm doing. Oh, you getting know? excited. That's uh, awesome. I've, yeah. I've, a print is awesome. I've got a legit print. Yeah. You got you know, a, you so. got a cast. You got the Bigfoot cast. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully Cliff, Cliff comes and, and buys it from you to, to add it to his collection. <laughs> Cliff yeah, with yeah, his 10,000 footprint <laughs> collection. I mean, he'll just be coming around yeah, knocking on yeah. the doors now that he hears that, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, knows, help you right. find your projects. That's awesome, yeah. man. No, seriously, yeah. that's that's awesome. Um, I can't. I would hope to see it. Like to see it. If you send me a picture of it, I'll post it and link it on your on the yeah. page and everything. Uh, I'm currently super shadow banned. I don't know how much that will help, but hopefully, you know, help. It'll yeah. help get the word out. It helps spread oh, out the good, word. Man. I could post yeah. it. Nothing. I can post it on my social media. I got. I got. Uh, I know my people would love to see it. I would love to yeah. see it personally. That's just for me. I would add it to my collection to see the first footprint ever yeah. taken in San Antonio. Um, yeah. Funny story. I don't know if you like giants or Nephilim or anything like that. Yeah. Just a quick yeah. bit of trivia: yeah. the largest the skull ever discovered by the Smithsonian, by, uh, officially in America, by the government, uh, by the, uh, the, pe- the the government road, the highway service, and recorded by the Smithsonian, was found in Victoria, Texas. It was found in Victoria, wow. Texas. It, it absolutely, look it up. The Victoria skull. It was the size of a bushel. Okay. It's it's absolutely. It's like rock wall, and it's like the London hammer. It's like wow. those weird, yeah, the super deep dive Texas things where you're like, oh, there, you know, that was a six million six million year old hammer found in London and well, on a creek, and you're like, yeah, it was like in a rock, and it's like talked about. It's like world. It's like Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Not type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Rock wall, Texas. You know, it's estimated to be like hundreds of thousands of years old, millions of years old. This is rock oh, wall that goes wow. through it. Um, wow. I think yeah. a lot of it has that to do with it too. That Bigfoot has that connection, maybe of an ancient society of giants or a, 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 yeah. a more ancient and you know now now gone time. And yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, there's a lot to Texas. There's a lot to Texas that will really make you think and blow your mind. At the same time, 
So thank Absolutely. you very much for uh, being on, man. I'm deeply humbled by it. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate it. Thank much you. obliged. Thank you very much. Bear County Bigfoot. Now, yep. everybody, uh, you if much. you tell anyone where to find you, your future projects, yeah. any links? Yeah. Facebook, uh, Facebook, look up Bear, Bear County Bigfoot. You can join the group. Uh, Instagram, Bear County Bigfoot. Uh, uh, Facebook, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Bear County Bigfoot as well. And then more recently, TikTok, which is, I guess that's what it's kind of everybody's doing. Uh, Bear County Bigfoot uh, again. So I would say, you know, just look up Bear County Bigfoot and you'll, you'll get all of uh, the social media. Uh, and that's spelled uh, B-E-X-A-R, everybody at home. B-E-X-A-R, but it's Bear B-E- County. Yeah, B-E-X-A-R County. Yep. Yeah. And that, that'll be uh, that'll be available to you guys. And I know it's a cool name. Uh, I think, I was thinking about earlier, I was like, they should have kept the ne- the X because it's like Bexar. But I was all like, yeah. who looks at Bexar? Yeah. It's like, Bear. And I'm like, that, that. <laughs> it's not like you look at Texas and go, Tay. <laughs> like, but, but thank you very much for being on. We had a great time. Thank you, man. Uh, right on. So uh, keep on rocking in the free world. Everybody Thank at home, you, Beyond Top Secret Texan. This is the Beyond Top Secret Texan broadcasting from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Thank you all very much. God bless you guys. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much. Peace out. <laughs>